Good morning, Fairbrams and travelers on the thirty paths of life. Top of the morning to you. Eight twenty-three. And I kind of uh, <laughs> timing it with my language practice. That was a good slot to stop it, and then to be actually able to do the bigger loop without having to run al consultorio. So, I'm going to go there and see what's happening. Then I'll get some whole wheat flour and look for treats for uh, <coughs> for the dog. When I go, I'll look at their dog treats, see what they have. I was thinking of like hot dogs, but that would be a mess. Anyhow, so a little more sleepy head this morning, but uh, moving on, moving on. <clears throat> Moving on. Today's just, uh, you know, I guess it's not expecting it to be one or the other. You know, just kind of showing up. If it gets to be too much, you know, go back to bed. If it's really too hot, but if not, yeah, just uh, doing what one is doing. Anyway, it looks like uh, we're going to have some sun today. So it's a little windy right now, but. Um, Feels very nice. Yesterday I started to pick up the um, firewood and you know with some kind of organized stuff, <clears throat> but then it started to rain. Not crazy, but you know enough to get things nice and wet around here. Still was able to get a walk in, and I started to get rained on too. One point I was debating about making it shorter, but it was uh, era aguantable. <laughs> it was manageable. So it was nice to be able to get the. Uh, what felt like a strong walk, too. You know, definitely a sensation of, uh, I guess, maybe the body having rested, you know, <laughs> finishing the year, you know, end of, uh, end of November. <coughs> and so now feeling, uh, after what, a month and a half, I guess. So just, uh, yeah, body feeling like, hey, dude, I'm good, you know, was definitely toward the end, it was kind of uh, maybe not quite as enjoyable. <clears throat> I don't know what it feels, what does it feel like, you know, I don't know, I'm looking at my, my phone because the time feels like, what do I feel, er I don't know, it feels early, something feels off. Anyway, go figure, <clears throat> go figure. Anyway, so my project with cleaning up the all the twigs, the branches, and then the <coughs> and then the firewood is to really do it nice. I kind of went looking at the chimney in the fireplace in the garage. I might I might give it a run. See if that works. <laughs> and if it does, I might possibly, a lot of those small things that I have, you know, that could be, uh, that could be something. Anyway, I'll look at, I'll look at it. I look at the latch on the, on the right side, you know, to kind of open the, the flute. Is that what it's called, the flute? I forgot. The door that prevents, you know, 
things from coming in. <laughs> so you kind of need to open it <laughs> so you don't get smoke being blown back inside. <clears throat> anyway. So we'll see. But that's gonna be yeah, that's gonna be something for possibly the next few days to kind of clear around because it was quite a bit of wood that was cut. So and then we'll play it by ear. Also I can't I don't know. Now that I think about it, the whole thing of burning <laughs> I kind of almost like it better the idea of uh, yeah, just getting sending it out to compost. So snapping it, you know, cutting into small pieces and then scattering it. So the idea of cutting it into small pieces that it would not be blown away by the wind so easily. So I think that's something that I might do. I have a feeling that's what I'm gonna do. Anyway. So today I got my lentils to do. I ate the last of it yesterday. My, uh, I guess, and to which I guess I would call it uh, intermittent fasting. Uh, it's going on well. I'm really back to. I don't eat lunch as early because I'm not as hungry. So I eat lunch around four and five now. But then again, you know, I don't eat uh, breakfast. Well, I guess it's maybe about the same, between 10 and 11. So, <clears throat> yeah, I guess it's about the same stuff. But it's good, you know, feels good. Feels like I'm maybe eating a little less. Uh, yeah, like the Nutella toast, that's something that's a go-to. You know, that sometimes I, in between meal, you know, I kind of feel like a, definitely a hunger and definitely fat, you know. I'm having nuts every morning. I think I'm okay in terms of my the fat content in my diet, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't. I'm not going as much. I'm not going as much to snacky in between meals. <clears throat> anyway, for what that's worth. So, So today was going to be interesting because my rhythm is interrupted, obviously. You know, I'm about two hours before the end of my uh, practice. But uh, <coughs> so, you know, sometimes there's something to be said about breaking the momentum. Something to be said about that. Also, something interesting that I'm actually kind of uh, hearing my graveling stomach, you know, in the evening at times. Kind of enjoy, I guess, going to bed with some hunger. I guess before my, the idea was, mm, you know, it's not a good thing. Watch out for the car here. Okay, no. It's not going. So the idea is, you know, it's not a good thing to, to go to bed hungry but I'm not so sure oh yeah she's already up there oh no no snack for you now it'll be later oh yes snack it will be later yes good morning chupachu good morning good morning did you have a good night huh did you have a good night did you have a good night what you go would you go with you? Would you? Would you? Would you? 
<laughs> yeah, you just have, you just happy. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Good morning, girl. Good morning. Good morning. No, I know, I know. You're looking at a gate. Sorry. Good. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, you like me to rub you right here. Yes, I can squeeze my hand between that wall and the edge of that fence. Good to see you, girl. I gotta go. I come later and give you a treat, okay? Yes, I do. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. See you later. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Love you. It's kind of a nice thing, eh, to say. I love you. <laughs> and I guess in this matter, she's the only one that uh, it makes sense to say to Oyen Diaz as of late. De recién. Yeah, because Oyen Diaz is more these days. Well, as of late, these days, both of are synonymous, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I do feel pretty cleared up, but I still get a little gunk coming from my uh, from my nose. <clears throat> Anywho, so yeah, it's a very nice, very nice morning. The body feeling a-okay. Like I said, I feel like I'm not uh, not quite up, quite up yet, headspace-wise. It was funny too. I was. I wrote my uh, ID number, and I wrote one number wrong, and I was like, how interesting, you know, to get a little practice, my ID number, hold on a second, my couple of guys here, one of the asked, my ID number is Z1497871-0, <laughs> so, and I wrote, instead of a 71, I wrote 7878. So instead of 7871, I wrote 7878. I'm like, huh. So I flipped the paper and I wrote it again and I made the same mistake. And I'm like, huh, interesting. You know, this, this gap of attention. And I'm aware of those, like with Duolingo, often when I'm either kind of maybe getting a little tired or whatever the case may be, then there's something I skip. You know, actually, uh, Esperanto is where uh, I am more aware of it because of the conjugation of the, the present, future, and past tense of verbs. It's the same rule. It's, you know, as, is, os. That's it, all the verbs. So it's very simple. <laughs> but you can read, you know, and I can read that in Esperanto. And I realized at the end, I'm not sure if it was present, past, or future, the tense that it was conjugated into. I just wasn't thorough, you know, I wasn't there the whole time. And so it was funny writing that number and also realizing, yeah, I don't know, you know, how long my, uh, the mental faculties, you know, obviously if you look at the writing on the walls or, or in terms of what can happen. Okay, hold on, I need to kind of look, though my pace is pretty good now. Yeah, I got 26 minutes, I think we're good. <laughs> I think I'm, uh, I'm okay this time. So, yeah, you know, it's like 
you do what you do. We're talking about that with Alex. You know, you do your part. And I feel like I'm doing okay, you know, in my life. I don't see myself doing any different. But, you know, my uh, exercise pattern, my physical, my mental exercise, um, my diet, you know, I feel it's pretty good. I, f- I, feel, I feel good about it. You know, it's sustainable. It's simple. <laughs> you know. So... And then the rest, you know, the whole genetic stuff, I mean, some of what I've done before, and, you know, in terms of uh, pollutants, you know, in terms of seeing that happens, just being alive in this world, there is a toxic quality to it, and, you know, things could affect me, so, I most likely wouldn't be a happy camper, but it's like, there's nothing different for me to do, and I just this obsession to be as healthy as you can, I think it's really uh, ironic in a way that it's kind of a disease. It's like, I don't think it's meant to be that much work, you know, unless you have a a very specific condition. And some people do, you know, that are genetically predisposed to a really problematic lifestyle or or whatever, something happened, you know, uh, an accident or those kind of thing that just kind of change uh, the course of your life. <clears throat> but I think for the overwhelming majority of us, you know, it doesn't come down to that. And definitely talking to Juan, you know, just him being all over the place and thinking about all that stuff. And, and of course, he's diagnosed. He's, I guess maybe he's been diagnosed, but a hypo- hypochondriac, you know. And of course, you know, when you put a diagnosis on you, it is a tough one to get past. It's a tough one not to be kind of uh, completely into that stuff. <clears throat> you know, which is one of the reasons I do believe that, you know, to go to the doctor when you're young, if you don't really have anything or if you don't have any, let's say, history, you know, genetic predisposition, you know, maybe those to be ruled out because those would be relevant to know, you know, if you have a history in the family of heart disease or... So, you know, in this case, you know, cholesterol might be uh, unsaturated fat, might be more relevant to you. But for most of us, and I go, you know, you can, of course, you can debate in terms of what means something that's sustainable, something that's healthy, that's, you know, that this idea of moderation. It's such a tricky word, you know, right? It's really a clickbait word to me, moderation. Because it just, it doesn't really mean, I mean, it doesn't really mean anything because it is only relevant when you've established a good baseline. Then you can go into that stuff when you have a clear understanding in terms of, uh, you know, moderation of uh, eating broccoli is not the same as moderation of eating ice cream. So that stuff is not like a blanket statement. It doesn't work for everything. But, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, a lot of people who know nothing, almost about anything, get into those topics and start to argue. And there is, I don't see the, uh, the empowering potential in it, because why they are getting into that stuff. Why are you interested in that? You know, it's not really a real interest. There are other reasons why you're getting into that. 
And I think their fear, mistrust, cynicism, I think that's more the underlying interest. Not to actually want to know. Don't forget, want to be informed, so then you can base your strategy on something that you feel is pretty sound. You know, and at least you can start to play around <laughs> and play the scientist with your own self. But I don't think that's what people do. You know, like I'm pretty sure with Juan, there won't be much else that's going to be talked, you know. I've offered it for him to come over. And of course, it's been an hour now and a half, and I need to correct him and show him things that he can do for his back and his neck. You know, and yeah, I do feel pretty confident, you know, in terms of uh, offering something, because I do believe that in that case, as far as yoga is concerned, they actually are proven benefits for that stuff. Then, you know, the person has to be considerate of his limitation, his or hers, you know, in terms of uh, choosing that uncomfortable situation, find that where it's uncomfortable but not useful. So this idea of stretching, you know, what does it mean? What is a efficient way to stretch? And I mean, I believe that there should be an effort, sort of discomfort, but no much more than if you're feeling it, then it's happening. Then you are achieving the goal stretching and to do more this idea of well if a little is good more must be better if I can handle more pain that might be relevant in a very very specific supervised situation with somebody who really knows <laughs> in terms of pushing you know oneself beyond that but if not I'm like there's no rush you know be gentle and make this effort make this investment and uh yeah. So, you know, about all the stuff that he talks about, and that is, you know, it's concern or express concern, but I'm wondering how much of it is more interest in the concern than when people would normally express concern, it would mean, well, I want to do something about it. <coughs> and in this case, which I don't think it's that atypical, that's not the point. Reminds me of my mother, too. Actually, she was a hypochondriac. Well, yeah, I guess she was. There was always something going on with her. She was a hypochondriac. I'm sure there's a wide range to her hypochondriac. But, you know, she would bring the stuff up, and it was like, it was a way to relate to the world. Like me with my humor, you know? So, one with this idea of disease or, or obsession. Yeah, mania in uh, Spanish. And that's just one way, and, and it's misunderstood when it comes out as the person is worried about that, want to do something, and therefore if I was in that place, then what would I like somebody to tell me? And so you behave accordingly, not realizing that that's not, you know, that's not what they're doing. So I think my goal moving forward with Juan is going to be to just <laughs> be there for the guy. Because anyway, even if I end up starting to answer, it's going to cut me, more than likely. Because there'll be something coming up. So it's like... And I think from time to time to pick it, to make a stand and say... Or to basically redirect it and say, hey, I'm going to claim this one. I would like to be able to finish my point. You know. 
like I said, I mean, our, our paths together is more than likely going to be very short lived, you know, with one. But yet, at the same time, I feel like, yeah, but you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay with once in a blue moon to put the foot down and say, dude, I'm, I'm going to finish my point here. You know, I want you to, yeah, I, w- I want you to hear me. I want you to give me that and then to, to, to afford me that, that level of respect here. <clears throat> I don't think I need much, you know? And then if not, like I said, to be here for the guy, and you know, he likes to talk, stuff, a lot of stuff comes out, and well, so maybe that's the best help, you know, that I can offer, to just be there for him para desahogarse, desahogarse, sorry, for him to vent. Anyway, ahogarse, hold on, ahorcar, ahorcar is to hang, ahogar, I think, is to drown. So this, to undrown oneself. And to be clear, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that as well. For me to be more on the receiving end, to be just there, to be a pair of ears, and you know, to be a willing listener, and to, to practice <coughs> on that. So we'll see. I don't know if it's gonna be Wednesday or Thursday. And I'll I'll reach out to him. <coughs> But yeah, I'm thinking twice a week to ask him to go on a walk. Would be good. <clears throat> anyway. So, anyway, it's a beautiful morning. Yeah, it sure feels like spring, actually. This temperature. Uh, let me see here where we are in time. Only 15 minutes. Okay, so I won't have time to do my little extra loop. But I'm good. I'm good with time. Yeah, it feels like spring. Chilly. It will be chilly. Well, kind of cool, chilly spring. But definitely doesn't feel like winter to me. So, interesting. I kind of wonder because I'm like, we're already, you know, mid January. Not that you couldn't get a couple of cooler days, but those cold, cold mornings, yeah, get about a week, a month left of that. And then things will start to bounce off again. Happy to be here in a hard part of the year. And actually, even then, even if I was, you need to waste like 45 or whatever, there's a swimming pool right there. <laughs> and there aren't many. Uh, do they have a, uh, they have a municipal pool here, a public pool? I don't know. Hmm. But it is a very nice pool that she has. So even if that, even if I was to spend that, there would be a pool. Anyway. <coughs> anyway. <laughs> Feels good to be out that kind of early twenty. It will be around between eight and nine more likely, you know, when I'm on the camino, that's when I'll be heading out. I guess I don't know if I'll have my same rule which was not to leave before 8. 
she just wanted kind of, I liked it in the fall. I'm not sure if it's going to make sense in the spring. You know, even more so than <clears throat> I'm still going to get up at 5. So, yeah, I have a feeling between 7 and 8 will be a good yoga, uh, a good reading, a good language. Even though I was able to stay quite And enjoy. And actually, now I might finish with that. Um, I was thinking yesterday evening. So, you know, I walk, came back, and I do struggle in the evening in terms of uh, between the time of going to bed and that kind of transition of everything kind of quieting down, you know, like reading, I just. I can't get into it, and languages, just my brain is like, done, or it's not able to kick in, it doesn't feel right, and uh, I don't know, maybe the idea of, if I go for a walk, to stay out longer, maybe to bring the tablet, to be able to, uh, you know, to read, but yeah, just kind of looking at that part of my day and kind of uh, feeling it a little bit wasted in a way. It's like, what is it? You know, why? I'm not getting that sense of meaning, like in the morning with what I do. You know, though, technically, God knows, you know, what, uh, what that's building up to. But it does feel meaningful, you know. And it is, you know, there is work, there is mental work, there is physical work, so, and actually there's this kind of dynamic dance between, you know, doing the yoga and then sitting in languages and reading and all of that, so, but I'm enjoying it, I find it exhilarating, you know, exciting, enticing, so, and it is sustainable, it is sustainable, because it's really pleasure, so it's effort, but there is some kind of pleasure that's being derived from it. I guess you could almost see a flow state, actually. You know, when I go into that stuff, it's like bang, 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 you know, and transitioning to six, actually, it'll be seven languages today, you know. I'm used to it now, but I, I would say that, you know, it's not so, so natural. So arriving, consultorio, a ver cuánto tiempo me queda, I have 10 minutes, perfect, about 5, anyway, and then that will buy the, uh, I'll see what I can find for, uh, well I guess I could have a little snap on container, I guess that'd be fine, Oh, 
because they get this. Sorry, but they guys, <laughs> they get this log of uh, kind of like a him of sorts, you know, Bologna. Bologna. Ah, baloney, baloney, baloney. Anyway, I uh, sorry about that. <coughs> yeah, then I could do that and have a little container that fit in my pocket or my little day pack here, and that would be just fine. Don't know why contact, so I'm not gonna go into the space. <laughs> so I look for something. Yeah. Got you, Anyway, so here we are on the on the southern outskirts. We did southern. Well, I guess it's west to the middle here. Southwest outskirts of the town. Cooperativa Nuestra Señora del Rosario. Nuestra means our lady of uh, the rosary. So our late our is nuestra. And in Spain, oftentimes we'll say it with N T R A dot as a community. Senora, S R A dot. So they don't use as much acronyms like in the US. But yeah, sometimes you have this kind of a shrinkage of words. And definitely nuestra senoria. Uh, Senora, I had to think about that for a second. Or a tongue workout. Travalingua. Anyway, and then some palm tree ahead. Uh, you see some kind of quarry here. You can see the shelving of the of that mountain. So they've kind of excavated it. Uh, I don't think they do anything anymore. Yeah. And at the base, of course, a lot of olive trees. Feeling, feeling good. So maybe that should turn out to be a good thing. This uh, moving out, out of the house. And it's going to be interesting the way the whole thing is going to be paced. Um, because of... Uh, I'm still going to do the backpack, so I'll do the maybe I'll do a short one on the backpack. So maybe about a three walking uh, events today, which actually I like the idea of making your bouts of exercise shorter but more numerous. <laughs> Even more in a sedentary culture, we believe. Like I really like what I'm doing, the languages and getting those sessions broken up. And then go, then go to yoga and to do something physical. That is really, yeah, it it makes sense. It makes sense. Anyway, but it feels good. This morning is, uh, I feel like, uh, you know, my belly is open. You know, it's like, come on in the world. Come on in, you know. It's good to see you. So, in here, final stretch to the place, I'll be there in about less than a minute. So, I've learned my lesson from last time. So perfect, perfect timing to arrive here. Like I said, I like to live, like I said, I didn't say it. I like to, I like to be early. You know, if I say my, 
Yes, I'll be here at nine. I'd like to be here a few minutes before nine. Of course, walking and unlike unlike uh, the car, you know, you don't have to uh, worry too much about traffic by getting stuck. And here are kids going to school, so I guess at nine o'clock must be Anyway, guys, so. On that note, we'll see. Maybe I'll talk to you later. Peace and love. Day after day, O Lord of my life, shall I stand before thee face to face. With folded hands, O Lord of all worlds, shall I stand before thee face to face. Under thy great sky in solitude and silence, with humble heart, shall I stand before thee face to face. In this laborious world of thine, tumultuous with toil and with struggle, among hurrying crowds shall I stand before thee face to face. And when my work shall be done in this world, O King of kings, alone and speechless shall I stand before thee face to face. Well, it's nine o'clock, <laughs> but I'm on my way home, because it's a mandatory use of the mouth shield and I don't have one with me so I gotta walk back <coughs> I'll take the car which is good I haven't used a car in three weeks so zoom in and out <coughs> anyway of course I'm frustrated and man there's some one of those guys so there must be some kind of a you know increased risk of whatever and of course, it's not like in town, you have to wear it. But I guess it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good thing to keep it in my pack. Just in case. I thought of popping by Juan, you know, and asking. But I know that they will likely not get up before 9 and 10. And I don't want to get a chance. I don't want to take a chance, you know, to wake them up <laughs> for something as silly. As me not walking back my place <coughs> to Pilar's place, sorry, and then get the face mask, mascarilla. So I'll bring the tablet with me because there's a good chance I'll have to wait. Doesn't matter. Uh, the, the charge got drained again last night on the tablet, and I need to change my. Uh, my screen stuff. I need to make it shut up, shut off in in ten minutes of inactivity. So that's more than likely is the reason why <coughs> that's happening. Anyway, oh, I did finish uh, the big short yesterday. But yeah, it's a uh, it is interesting, you know, we're part of the population that, uh, you know, looks at things that way. You know, scientists, people, players, I guess. But then again, you know, I'm not a player. I'm not that kind of a player. Kind of how the game is played, what the rules are, either bending it or like the way those guys are portrayed. They kind of see that something doesn't make sense. 
that it's not going to be sustainable. And so, you know, playing that to fill, which I have no idea. I have no idea what that entails. Anyway, to be like that, you know, to look at word. I'm thinking that, uh, I think she's diagnosed autistic. This woman, probably Claire Danes, played her. And then she had this thing to where she helped, I guess, redesign sort of the CAFO, confined animal feeding operation, or leading them to the slaughterhouse, you know, to where it will become more painless, you know, more compassionate way to deal with that. You know, people who can look at systems, you know, and see a better way to do it. I'm definitely, uh, I don't have that moral ground. I think it requires some element of morality. And, you know, the idea of saying that can be done better. And I'm definitely not in that place. Now, I do see patterns at times. Uh, you know. But mostly what's interesting to me. And then it becomes, I guess, I use some of it. Some of that knowledge in terms of data-based points. But, yeah, not much more. So far, anyway, that's not the case. So here we have Edificio Remineya, which is interesting. Promoción de vivienda y plazas de gajare. So it's a, it's an apartment building with a garage. So 80,000 euro. So for an apartment in this town, that's like 90, sounds like a lot of money for Hamilena. Wow. Anyway, I have no idea though. The the prices of homes, the price of homes. Now in here is the, that's like what they are here. That's like a daycare. Daycare center para los peques. Anyway, alright, so I'm about a couple of minutes from the house. I guess I'll just keep you plugged in for a minute. Make sure I don't remember, I don't forget, huh? Oof, I'm uh, almost breaking a sweat here. Getting a nice, getting a nice little cardio. So we'll do the weight bearing later. <coughs> I'm also passing by this place here. It used to be this German Shepherd. He had kind of, I think, a little backyard, not much of a space, and he would run to the front of the that green bar, the window. And we just feel so sad, you know, thinking of his animals. Enclosed. I don't know. Kind of almost like a good sized dog in an apartment building. Anyway. I don't see anything wrong with that. I guess maybe I don't get as either worked up or I don't go so far down the rabbit hole when I feel that like it should be different. But it does bother me. I am affected by it.
in like a 15 chupa chup, definitely. Uh, I'm remembering that guy, the one friend of uh, Juan that I met, chubby fellow, and uh, we went by his house to get the trailer that he had had on the day we went to the to the olive field, and he had a couple of dogs, and one of those dogs was just kind of, I guess, not quite doing what it was supposed to, and kind of almost was like ready to hit it, and I was just like, really, you know, it got to me, it got to me. All right, we're back in the property. So I'll let you go from my rambling. Peace and love. Have a beautiful day.